Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. November 16, 2020, a reckoning for Jones Day edition. And we'll just start with that story from Above the Law, who uh, got a hold of some internal correspondence at Jones Day after uh, partner uh, Kevin Orr had a unilateral conversation with associates about whether or not uh, Jones Day would continue their uh, anti-democratic fight to uh, disabled voters in uh, Pennsylvania. And an associate uh, strongly objected uh, to this. Uh, She was told, or the associates were told, they would have time to ask questions. Uh, Kevin Orr took no questions. And the associate wrote that, uh, in part, quote, from the outset, this petition was designed to suppress the vote to ensure that fewer of our American voices could be heard in the midst of a global pandemic, end quote. And uh, after this uh, email went out to all Lawyers in the firm uh, or did uh, take questions. There's been no additional word from the firm itself since it's a completely tone-deaf press release last week uh, written by lawyers and for lawyers. Um, Clients are now questioning uh, Jones Day and whether they want to be associated with a firm that is uh, intentionally trying to uh, um, suppress votes, suppress votes of African-Americans and others. And um, the firm is in a deep world of reputational hurt, and they're only hurting themselves more as the days go by. Uh, And that brings us to our next story, where other firms have uh, really awoken and realized that if you're going to go in and uh, write uh, fallacious petitions claiming fraud, uh, you better have some evidence to back them up. Otherwise, otherwise you're going to be in deep trouble when you get into court. And the most notable of these to pull out has been Porter Wright, but there's also Snell Wilmer in uh, Phoenix. So uh, these law firms that have filed these uh, petitions to try to overturn votes have come up with zero, and I mean zero, evidence of any fraud, and they're being excoriated by the courts. And as I mentioned in the prior article about Jones Day, clients are beginning to ask, do they want to be associated with law firms that not just represent uh, companies or, or individuals have difficult cases such as death penalty cases, but really uh, uh, engage in and bring litigation which is designed to take away the most basic right to vote. From the Washington Post, a deal, uh, or rather an article on Robert Smith, the former uh, most prominent black uh, billionaire and, and uh, who is now uh, disgraced following admitting uh, to criminal tax or admitting to criminal tax evasion and uh, being able to get a DPA is the first guy in the door. And he talks about uh, the mistakes he's made. Uh, It doesn't seem contrite at all, uh, because after all, he's the billionaire and you're not. So um, it's going to be interesting to see if he's able to, uh, the information he provides will bring down others uh, who have made more money than him. But as for uh, Mr. Smith uh, leading any more uh, compliance and ethics conferences, I hope that people will... uh, Wake up, smell the roses, and see he ain't the guy. And our final story comes from Dylan Tokar over at the always great uh, Wall Street Journal Risk and Compliance Journal. As uh, we have finally Africa Resources, who were defrauded by what was then Oxif, 
and their payment of bribes to get contracts in Africa is finally going to be uh, compensated from the Victims' Rights Act. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.